Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. You know, sometimes he will allow them to remain in your life until they no longer get on your nerves. It's going to have the criticisms of people and what they do and say. You know, you can't stop them, but it can be what, what they say, when they say it, won't affect you. Like water off of a duck's back, so to speak. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to another Thursday night Bible study right here at Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center. I'm excited about the Word of God and I'm excited about you. And this is a wonderful thing. I'm just I'm just so pumped up. It's Thursday. We get to get into the Word of God once again. Thank you for joining me every week. And today we're going to have a wonderful time. Hallelujah. Well, as you know, we've been in a series for the last several weeks or months, should I say, entitled Overcoming Our Fears. And last week we talked about becoming greater. Really, Father wants you to become greater. And it is his part in it all that helps us to overcome our fear and not just survive in this time, but thrive in this time, regardless of what's going on in the world, regardless of what's going on in our communities. If we are in Christ, God has given us the ability to thrive big time, big time, even in the midst of it. You know, one of my favorite scriptures uh, well, is in the Bible when the Lord Jesus is in the midst of the storm and the disciples are with him and they're in the boat together. And what is he doing? He's sleeping in the midst of a storm. And there's another account in scripture where the disciples are on the boat again and it's around the fourth watch of the night uh, and Jesus comes walking toward them, you know, on the sea. And it's stormy and they're having a terrible time. The disciples are, are, but Jesus is walking on the sea, demonstrating again his mastery over the storm, either asleep at perfect peace or walking in the midst of it. It's completely awesome. So as we are in Christ and, and are connected to him, we can experience that same peace. So you don't have to fear what the world fears. Our faith and confidence is in Christ. Our faith and confidence is in Jesus. Yay! And we're going to have a great time tonight. Oh, 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 let's get into the Word. But don't forget, uh, you can join me on my website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can find today's video as well as the entire series. So check it out. You can bring a friend, share it, and just have a good old time. Let's get into the Word because I'm excited. I feel, I feel like I can just... Yeah, explode up here. So let's get into it. Last week, we spoke about, again, becoming greater, and we were in our vineyard, and we're right back here today. Oh, I could eat some of these grapes. Yeah, but we are here. So we talked about uh, our relationship with Father, our relationship with Christ. And the Lord Jesus does such a beautiful job in giving us a natural picture a natural picture to display a spiritual truth. Hallelujah. Jesus is our hero. So let's go ahead and we're going to read 
Once again, just a portion of John, the 15th chapter. Last time we read verses 1 through 16. We may go back and read it all, but remember, you can go back and read it yourself. Praise the Lord in your own time. Uh, but we started there, and I think we got up to verse number 1 <laughs> the last time. And we're going to see if we can go a little bit further. So we'll do a little bit of reading. So let's just go ahead and start, okay? So here we are, John 15. I got the shower. Whoa, Jesus, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We can have a party before we have the party. The Word of God is like a party, man, and I'm just excited. Whoo, all right, somebody needs to calm him down. Well, I am excited. I'm excited about Jesus, and I'm excited about his Word. Oh, my God, don't you understand, my friend? I know people are freaking out right about now. They're upset. They are uh, they're scared and we're praying for them in Jesus name. Listen, it's our responsibility to pray for those that don't have a covenant with God, that not those that are not under the blood of Jesus Christ. It's our responsibility as members of the body of Christ to pray for them, to cover them in prayer. Because remember, the father does not desire that any should perish. But all should come through repentance in Christ Jesus. The Father really loves them. You know John 3:16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life so father loves them regardless of their political persuasion their gender their ethnicity regardless of their financial status father loves them hallelujah and he has a heart toward them he loves them and he loves you and it's our responsibility to share this gospel with them and to pray for them. So let's pray for our president. Let's pray for those that are ruling in this country. Let's pray for those that are ruling, uh, that are leading us in our communities. We have to pray for them because if we don't pray for them, you think it's bad now. Boy, I'm telling you, what happens when the righteous refuse to pray, refuse to seek God? So let's pray for them that they will hear godly counsel, that they will hear the voice of the Lord and follow his precepts and directions in all that they do. Amen. Amen. I'm excited. Praise the Lord. So don't get your peace. Let's say this for a second. I know we're going to start. You can dance too if you want to. Don't get your peace from the world. Get your peace from Father. Hallelujah. If the only time you can have peace is when the world is at peace, then let me tell you, uh, that's that's pretty bad because that means that your peace is connected with the world. No, let your peace be connected to Christ. And he's a, 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 an ever flowing stream, an ever flowing fountain. And you will always have peace when connected with him. With the world, it can be a hit or miss. And the world's peace always has strings attached. It's never true. But with Christ being connected to him, as the true vine, hallelujah, as the true vine, we can always have peace and we can rest in him. So let's rest in Jesus tonight. Whew. All right, well, let's continue on and let's go ahead and try to try again to read John 15. Let's do just a little bit. So it says here in King James Version, John 15, verse number one, the Lord says, I am the true vine. And my father is the husbandman. Remember that? We talked about the father being our vine dresser. So we stopped there last time, didn't we? 
look at verse number two. He says, every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Verse three, now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Let's look at verse four. I think we'll stop here. Verse four says, abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide in me. So let's go back and let's look again at verse number one. Yes, we're trying to get out of verse one, but we said, uh, let's one more time. Verse one says again, I am, Jesus says, I am the true vine and my father is the husbandman. Remember the husbandman means the vine dresser. And I told you last time that the husbandman or the vine dresser or the gardener, we can say has three main goals. One, his responsibility or three main responsibilities. One, he's responsible for pruning the tree. Second, he's responsible for training or should I say pruning the branch? That's better. We're pruning the branch. Two, he's responsible for training the branch. And three, cultivating the branch. This is Father's role in our life as the Lord Jesus has defined it. This is wonderful. So last time we said that the Father will prune. Now, when you prune, you're cutting away the dead limbs or the dead parts of the branch. Remember, Jesus is the vine and we are the branches. Right. So we're growing off of Christ Jesus. Now, it's interesting to note that branches grow out of the vine and we grow out of Christ. When you were born of God, born again, you grew out of him. You were born again in him. We have our lives now in him and we live through him, through Christ. Hallelujah. So you are legitimately connected to the source of all things. The father didn't just get you and just pluck you on with some super glue or tape on Christ. No, you grew out of him. Glory to God. You are attached to him. Glory. Now, because we are attached to him, the father knows us and he looks all about our lives and it is his responsibility to want to prune. So he, he looks for things that are dead on us. So things that are attached to us, some things that we've allowed to grow on us or associations, relationships, thinking, you know, and he cuts those away. And of course we know he does that through his word. Jesus said, now you are clean through the words I've spoken unto you. So the word pruning there and clean is about the same word. They both mean to clean, cut away, cut away, cut off. So the father is going to cut dead things away from your life. Secondly, he's going to train you. A master uh, vine dresser takes the vine and he may tie it to some type of pole or line, as you see. He takes the, of course, there is a vine and then the branch grows off of that. And he takes the branch again. He lashes it or ties it to some type of uh, metal rod, or it could be something that is wooden uh, or, and, and he attaches it to it. He trains it to flow in a certain direction, or should I say to grow in a certain direction? All right. So father has a plan for us and he's training us to go in a certain direction, to move along a certain path. Isn't that awesome? 
So not only is he looking for dead things on us to cut them away so that we can produce more fruit, but he's also training us or directing us in a certain path. He wants us to grow in a certain way, not growing down, but probably maybe across or growing up. Hallelujah. He is a, a certain path or direction for our lives that will, and this path will bring more fruit, much fruit out of our lives. Of course, when we mentioned last time, he also will cultivate us. He cultivates us. He makes sure that we have the, the right amount of water and the sun and any fertilizer that is needed. He makes sure that we will receive in a broader picture, make sure that we will receive the seed of his word into our hearts. Because there are sometimes some words that the father can say to us that we won't necessarily want to hear. It's not because it's wrong. It's right. But because of something that we have been thinking in the past that goes against that. Well, the father sees that in your heart and he begins to cultivate it. That is, he breaks up the fallow ground, breaks up the hard ground. He removes the, the rocks, you know, and, and he cuts he cuts away the weeds. He cultivates the soil so that it may take the seed, receive the seed, and that seed will produce life. You remember, ultimately, we're going to be bearing much fruit. Now, when a tree, or in this case, a vine, bears much fruit, all these grapes, what's the purpose of the grapes? Well, it's, it's in, in a vineyard here is to make wine, right? That's healing for the nations. That's food for the nations. That brings strength to the nations. You know, the Lord will use you to bring peace, to bring wisdom and understanding. All should come and eat of the glory of God, eat of the wisdom that will proceed out of you. Glory. God will use you in that way. So isn't that awesome? All right, let's go a little bit further tonight. Then we're going to close out because we always try to keep these a little bit short. All right, so let's look at verse, uh, let's read verse two. He says, every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. Now that's interesting, right? He says, every branch in me. Now the word in, in this scripture can also be interpreted on or among, on or among. Of course, it's interpreted in but it's interpreted on or among. Now, understanding that, let's read that one more time. He says, every branch in me or every branch on me or every branch among me or around me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. Now, he's not talking about those that are born of God because all those that are born of God will measure or rather will produce fruit. Because why? Because father himself is looking over your life. We will produce some measure of fruit. No, this is talking about those pretenders that are on or around us or that dwell among us. I like the way the Lord says, sometimes you will find wolves in sheep's clothing. Well, the father sees this around your life. Remember, he's he's going to prune. But now he's also looking for things that don't belong. And sometimes shaking comes in our lives. Uh, shaking will occur so that the things that can't be shaken, you know, you'll see them remain, but the things that can be shaken will fall away. Sometimes he allows the storm to show you who is with you and who is not with you, who loves you or who just loves your money, who loves you or who just loves what you can do for him. 
Sometimes he allows, he allows valley experiences uh, to show you the true heart of the people that's around you. So sometimes the father will take things away through circumstances. I've known people, I know uh, one man who had a lot of money. When he had a lot of money, he had a lot of friends. But one day something happened. He no longer had that money. He no longer had that job or that position. And those friends went away, but a few. And then shortly thereafter, some months later, he got everything back. But then he saw what was the true motives of the others around him. Of course, they tried to buddy back up. Hey, hey, but you know, now I see you. I know who you are, right? So sometimes the Lord will allow that so that you will see who's connected to you and who's around you. So Jesus says here, every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he, God, taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, those of you that are connected to Christ in him, growing out of him, every branch, uh, it says again, and every branch that beareth fruit, he he pruneth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. He cuts away dead stuff so that we can bear more fruit. But here's the thing, too, about that. Only God can determine what is good for you and what is not, what is death and what is not. Because we may think, you know, this person is really bad for me and that they're really hurting me. But listen, God can use that person for a time, for a time as a scaffolding to bring about things in you. You say, they always make me angry. You know, some people will remain in your life until they no longer make you angry. Oh, somebody need to hear that. Oh, my goodness. Did you hear that? Talk to me, fruit. Talk to me. Talk to me, grapes. The grapes are talking to me. You know, sometimes he will allow them to remain in your life until they no longer get on your nerves. It's going to have the criticisms of people and what they do and say, you know, you can't stop them. But it can be what, what they say, when they say it, won't affect you. Like water off of a duck's back, so to speak. They can say it, but again, it doesn't matter. Because your focus is on Christ. Focus on what he said. And th- there's going to have to come a time. And my goodness. Whew, there's going to have to come a time when God's opinion of you becomes far superior than the world's opinion of you. There's going to have to come a time when God's thought of you is far superior than the thoughts of the world. Now we say, sure it is. Sure, God's thoughts are higher and surely we should believe him more. But that's not really true in our lives, is it? Because I can tell you all day, you can read your Bible all day, how God loves you and and how he how he just thinks the world of you. I mean, I'm telling you how you're constantly on his mind how he has great plans for you and how he approves of you. You know, in Christ Jesus, you are favored of the Lord. But then here comes somebody, some human being, right? Probably demonically inspired, write something nasty about you or say something nasty about you. Which one will have the most weight? Being real, be realistic, you know, which one will have the most weight? All right. Now, which one should have the most weight? Right. What God said. So how do we get to that point? By meditating on what he said, filling your heart, filling your mind on the words of father until that becomes so, so, so rigid in you, so much of a part, so a part of you that even what they say doesn't faze you. It's like someone would say, you know what? The sky is purple. 
or let's get something. The sky is lime green. The sky is lime green. You say, what? What are you talking about? The sky is blue. What, what, what are you saying? You want to look at them with that. They say, oh, you are crazy and you'll never be anything. But you, but you understand what you know what God said about you. So their word should be just like somebody telling you how the sky is lime green. It shouldn't phase you. You should say, what? What are you talking about? That's not true, right? All right, let's go ahead and close out. Uh, verse 3, it says, Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. In verse 4, this is where we'll stop today and pick up on next time. Verse 4 says, Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except ye abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide in me. He says, let's read verse 5. He says, I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. All right. So he says in verse 4, and we'll pick up here next time. The Lord tells us, abide in him. Why does he have to tell you to abide in him? If you've grown out of him, growing out of him, why does he say, stick with me? Uh, stay with me. Why does he say that? Because once again, things will happen in life that will challenge your intimacy with Christ, that will challenge the word of God in your life. Other people will say things. Society will say things. But the Lord says, hey, stick with me. Abide in my word. Keep my word in front of you. I know what's happening. I know what you're seeing. I know what you're hearing. But again, believe that I am the true source. Jesus said, I am the true vine. I am the genuine vine. Trust in me. Stay with me. Regardless of what they're saying, stay with me, the Lord said. And as you do that, he goes on down and say, whatever you will, the Father's going to do it for you. If you just stay with me, abide in me. Stay in my word. Stay focused on me. And things will be, things will be awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, that's all the time we have tonight. Thank you so much for joining me. I pray that you were blessed by the word of God tonight. I had fun and I'm so thankful for you every week joining me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If this video and this audio has been a blessing to you, then you can leave a, a thumbs up if you like, and you can leave a comment too. You can go to our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can click the contact button and uh, connect with us. That would be great. We'd love to hear from you. And, you know, tell us where you are and anything you want to say. We would, that, that encouragement just blesses us. And while you're on the website, if you want to give into the ministry to help us, that is so awesome, too. We're in the building fund and we're uh, building campaign and we're building our new facility, our new media facility. So if you want to help there, that would be great. All right. Until next time. Don't. Oh, yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Don't uh, you don't want to miss this Sunday's message coming up. This Sunday's message is coming up. It's called the, uh, the breaking point, the breaking point. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be a blessing to you. Believe me. All right. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you. And so do we choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. I'll see you on the next time. Bye bye. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. 
Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you, and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.